Hey boo, welcome to my podcast, Girl, It's Complicated, hosted by me, your girl, Keisha. Let's face it, life is complicated in the relationships that we have with others. And we all live a busy life and we tend to neglect the relationship that we have with ourselves. Here we will discuss all topics that affect us as women, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because the purpose of this podcast is to improve the relationship that we have with ourselves. Where we learn how to love and accept ourselves. So we can go from girl is complicated to I'm loving myself unapologetically. Hey booze, it's your girl Keisha and I am back with another episode of Girl is Complicated where we are committed to loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, and most importantly, we are committed and dedicated to being the best versions of ourselves, period. And ain't no if, ends, of buts. We're focused and we're serious about our self-development. We're focused about being healthy, happy, and whole. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's my focus. And I believe that the people, the women who listen to me, you you have that same goal in mind. So guess what? We, we on the same page. We, we here. We eye to eye. Now, if you can see me, you can see me pointing eye to eye. Okay, anyways. So I will be discussing a topic that has been going around like wildfire. And the, in these internet streets, social media streets, everywhere I turn on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, it is an infamous question that men are now asking women constantly. Because you guess the question. If not, I'm going to tell you. What do you bring to the table? And a lot of them are rude. Okay, not all of them are rude, but a lot of them are rude. So what do you bring to the table? But besides your, your, because uh, all you do is offer beauty and booty. Like, excuse you, excuse me. That's what they're offering, but most of them taking it and they want to talk trash and junk, but no one wants to be accountable for their actions and who they talk to, um, entertain, or some, you know, in, lay up with. Excuse me, check yourself, boo-boo. Anyway, so, this question has been very famous, and I have seen a lot of people's opinions and viewpoints, and, you know, I like to see how people feel and hear people's point of view about certain subjects, because that's just who I am, what I am. I love a good dialogue. I love to listen to people and hear their problems and their issues and their point of view okay that really interests me so you know i have been watching a lot of videos and stuff like that and and posts and i find it very interesting some offensive yes let's admit some of some of those comments and responses are very offensive and rude but you know I don't take it on because guess what? You ain't addressing me. You ain't talking to me. So I don't take it personal. And even if you was addressing me, honey, honey, I'm not giving you my energy, my time, um, explanation or response to anything because guess what? You don't add no type of value to my life. So, so anyways, but this has been a very uh, famous question. And of course, it was inspired by none other but the famous K.S. Kevin Samuels, your average at the best. <laughs> Thank you. When many of us are average, we all are average. It's like the one percenters and the 97 percenters. I mean, come on, let's be real. There's nothing wrong with being average. There's nothing wrong being average is being yourself. But not just being yourself, but being your best self. 
but I can never understand why some of these women, I mean, if you're one of them, God bless you. I don't understand how some of these women will call him up and ask him to rape them and he belittles them and he um, talks down to them. Now, mind you, some of the points that he does say, because I'm a realist and I keep it real, some of the points that he does say are very good and people need to hear some of his points and his viewpoints because it's, it's accurate, but, but I realize there's a difference between constructive criticism and plain out disrespect and tearing down. We gotta know the difference, okay? There's nothing wrong with giving people constructive criticism and saying this is what you need to do to improve, this is what you need to do to better yourself instead of just tearing down someone. I don't appreciate that, but anyways... So this is something that has been going around. So I just wanted to put my two cents in it and address the issue. So ladies, what do you bring to the table? I want to know what you bring to the table. Let me know because I know what I bring to the table. So there's times that people have asked me, men have asked me what I bring to the table or why do I consider myself to be a a good um, woman or what qualities do I bring to to a relationship? And I never get offended by this question because like I said, I'm an adult. I enjoy good dialogue. I love to talk to people. So when someone asks me this question, it doesn't bother me because I know that, number one, I've already been chosen and loved and validated by God. So I really don't care about someone's opinion of me. I know that I am confident within myself, so I'm not worried about (laughs) someone's opinion of me. I know that everyone has preferences and I may not be someone's taste and that's okay because guess what if that man don't think I'm the one for him guess what there's someone out there that will feel that she's the one she's the one because she's the one she has value and I see her worth I want to court her and I want to be in a relationship with her because I know she will make my life better so I don't worry about all that so if a man brings this question to you and even if his intentions are not pure or good listen don't don't get offended don't worry about it as long as he's not disrespectful so anyway so um so going on because I have a, a list now um so like I said Kevin Samuels has sparked this question and he loves talking about high value men and how women should be more realistic with their standards which that really means to lower their standards now don't get me wrong I am a realist but I'm not going to let somebody else tell me my worth like I said okay no you ain't so yes I believe that we all should be realistic we should all know where we act in life we should all be aware of who we are and what we need to change we should be aware that listen if I need to work on me. Maybe I shouldn't be in a relationship. Um, um, maybe, listen, um, I can barely have two pennies to rip together. So maybe I need to work on myself, work on my finances, and, you know, then focus on a relationship. Sure, do, be realistic. But don't allow another person to convince you to lower your standards just to be in a relationship. Okay? Now I always encourage to have a good relationship with yourself, love yourself, accept yourself, work on yourself, and don't rush into a relationship. A relationship will always be there, period. But guess what? The relationship that you have with yourself and the relationship that you have with God is very important. But 
Um, but the very moment that you, I realize that we lower our standards is the very moment that we disrespect ourselves, period. So when we lower our standards and when we accept someone and settle for someone that's not good for us and don't truly satisfy us and make us happy in life, we will end up regretting it and we will end up being resentful and wonder why, like, uh, we'll be like in one of those um, Tyler Perry movies, why did I get married? Why did I rush into it? Why, why? I regret um, taking his number. I regret going on a date with him. Cause look, uh, five years later, I'm miserable. He's dead on my last nerve. I'm just saying. Or the worst case scenario is, if you lower your standards, you are more likely to end up will end up with being with someone who's toxic, someone who's not good for us, someone who would disrespect us, and we'll wonder we'll look over our life and regret. And we definitely do not want to do that. So, I realize being alone is not always easy, yes, but it's even worth spending your life with somebody who plays mind games with you and puts you down and makes you feel like you are not enough. Take your time and wait for somebody worthy of your love. So take your time, ladies, okay? You have one life to live. Enjoy it. I realize that it is so, you know, I don't always enjoy being single, but I do enjoy myself, and I enjoy my company, honey, a period, and I know some men will be happy to be with me, but I realize it, it, it's so much better to be content, satisfied, and single than to be in a miserable relationship, miserable marriage, because you'd be surprised, honey, how much people who put... Uh, portrayed to be happy on social media but behind closed doors they don't like each other so we're trying to avoid that we're trying to avoid that we don't want to be in a loveless miserable relationship for 10 20 years in the marriage where you can't stand him he can't stand you you're to him he feels like you're a nag to you he disrespects you and you just you can happily say that we've been together for 20 years, but can you say that it's been a healthy marriage for 20 years? Can you say that we've been happily married? Can you say that we've been um, together for 20 years and I don't regret meeting him? I don't regret sharing my life with him? Because, yes, we understand that relationship marriages have issues, okay? Because true imperfect people coming together does not make a perfect relationship. But two people who are working on themselves, who want to be the best version of themselves, will offer the best to each other and they will make it last and make it work, period. So don't get it twisted. So I prefer to be by myself, satisfied, and enjoying life, okay? Until someone who's smart enough will, okay, court me and pick me up. Anyway, so I digress as usual. You should be used to it, guys. Now, like I said, I don't mind this question because I like a good dialogue. I like if a man wants me to, you know, give him my sales pitch, I don't mind giving it to him because I'm going to sell myself. I mean, I want to sell myself good. I'll humor him. So I don't get offended by this question because I know who I am as a woman and I know my value. And I know that there's a difference between femininity and masculinity. Excuse me, did I say that right? Okay, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. And a woman can turn, so I know the difference, and a woman can turn a house into a home. She can turn her, turn the bag of groceries into a six-course meal if she chooses. She's alchemy. We are 
alchemy, honey. Okay, we make things happen. We make it work. So she can, we as women, we can turn anything that's negative into a beautiful experience because of our very presence, okay? We balance out his life, period. Let's get that straight. We bring balance to his life. So I don't mind this um, conversation show, but the person should not because we're adults so let's understand that we have conversations about our wants expectations and how we can add a value to each other's life so that's okay but this should not be a one-sided conversation ladies no okay it should not be a conversation where man just say what do you what can you do for me what do you bring to the table girl how do you add value to my life? Because there's plenty of women out here, women out here that's giving me what I want and desire, okay? Because like they said, there's a saying that says that um, love has been hard to find because sex was, is easier to get. So, you know, a lot of some, some men have this mentality of, what can you do for me? Okay, because I, I got the ticket, okay? I can pick and I can get any woman I want because they throw it at me. So it should not be one-sided where... You feel like you have to jump through hoops for a man. I don't think so. This should be a conference. This should be a two-sided conversation. What you can do for him and what he can do for you is about working together. It's about bringing our qualities together. It's about um, bringing our strengths together. And what you lack in, I can, um, I can balance it out and pour, you know, pour into you. What I don't have, you can pour into me. And what I'm not good at, you are good at. And you have the strength there. So, you know, that's how it should be. So, don't get it twisted, okay? It sh- a man should not just be asking, what can you do for me constantly? Because, like I said, a relationship takes two people, okay? Some people are selfish and they will want you to give to them. Pour into me. Take care of me. Uh, support me in my dreams. Support me in my goals. Be my cheerleader. Be my friend. Be my lover. Be my mama. They will take from you, but not give anything in return. We we we're, we are avoiding that. Okay, we're not we're not settling for that mess. Okay, uh-uh-uh. so the point is, it has to be equal exchange. It has to work for two people. It has to work for us. So both parties should be more than willing to pour into each other's cup. Okay, period. You have to understand. So, so it should not be a question about you proving your love for someone. Okay, no, no. When it comes to a point where you have to prove your love to someone, when it comes to a point where you have to jump through hoops, you have to um, um, go through trials and tribulations. You have to go through hell. That's the spirits a little bit of heaven here on earth with that man. No, no, no. He should know right away that he should know what he wants. And he should know right away that you're the woman for him. You have value. You have worth. So I want to have a relationship with you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Not him uh, making you prove yourself to him. Don't do that. Don't you dare do that. Okay? When it feels, when his intention feels that way, you tell him once who you are, what you bring to the table, and how you can bring some joy and satisfaction to his life, and he does not get it, move on. Okay? Don't sit there begging no man. Don't sit there and beg a man to pick you. Pick me. Pick me, please. I'm the woman for you. If he don't see it, let him go. Okay? 
let him miss your presence. Let him miss your personality, the very essence of you. Because then he could go off, be disappointed, and he'll be like, damn, I, I wish I I wish I was with Keisha. I, I, I wish I I settled, not settled, but I wish I decided to be with Tasha because she's a good woman. Okay, let me see. So, if a man view you as a woman who is compa- compatible with him, he will pursue you, period, like I said. He should never turn this question into a competition, okay? And I'm going to insert a clip about a man where I seen this video going viral. I believe it's eight at a table, a discussion. I believe the man that name name is Rico, and he's like, "Well, I I pay for, I got the house, I pay for the house, I, I get the groceries, I I have everything because you know I'm a man. I have I have money. I take care of the bills. I can take care of you. I take care of myself. He's basically saying I take care of myself. I can take care of you. So what else? What can you bring to the table? What can you do for me? And so he's focused. So I'm gonna play this clip right now so you guys can hear what he is talking about and why this sparked this um, conversation and piqued my interest. So, listen to this and I'll come right back. I pay every bill in this house, right? And I fix everything in this house because I'm an electrician. What are, you con- what are you bringing to the table? As a woman, what do you realistically do other than have sex? Every lady here, I want to know what are you bringing to the table for the man that takes care of you? Here, here we go. And take notes. So <laughs> what I do is I make that house that you pay for, that you pay that mortgage for, I make it at home. I cook the meals. I'm washing clothes. That's $100 a week. I, don't play with me. I, I cook, can get it made. No, 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 no. You see, that? You see, that's where you're going wrong. It costs more than $100 a week to have somebody cook for you, to have somebody clean up after you. Because a lot of times you men become our children. All right. We dress y'all. We pick out y'all clothes. We cook for y'all. The men complain that... They, it started off that way, but then they start slacking. They don't do what the, the, they don't keep up with that same type of energy and, but they expect the man to keep that same energy of pro- continue on providing in that aspect. So. See my days are cold without you, but I'm hurting while I'm with you. And though my heart can't take no more, I keep on running back to you. See my days are cold without you, but I'm hurting while I'm with you. And though my heart can't take no more, I keep on running back to you. I'm sitting here looking at Keisha like, do you love me? Do you love me not? So you see with this gentleman here, okay, right, okay, I ain't judging, but I'm judging. He was talking about nothing but superficial and materialistic things. Everything that he mentioned did not have any form of substance, okay? Let's be real, listen, um, a lot of us women, I'm speaking for myself, have to pick up the slack of, you know, of the person we were with, because like I said, I was married, got divorced, and that's why I became a single mother. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. I'm over it. I think God gave me the strength to make it. So, anyways, I had become a single mother, and I had to pick up the slack of a provider. I had to be also. I was tapped into my feminine role and my masculine role. You know, meaning as in, I had to. I had no choice but to be the mother and the father. I'm not trying to be no father, but the father's not gonna be there. I'm. I'm not gonna. Uh, force anyone, try to convince anyone, I accept my situation for what it is, even though I like it, don't like it, but I accept it for what it is, and I ha- 
had to be the provider, the nurturer, um, the everything for my kids. And that's fine. That's balance. A lot of women have to do that. So in a world that we live today, there's a lot of things that women do now. Like they have a lot of PhDs. And that's good. Good for you, boo. Listen, go to school, do what you need to do. There's a lot of women who are successful, who um, have make a lot of money. They don't need, per se, a man financially. And that's good. You shouldn't. I'm, I'm keeping it real. Keeping it real. Because when you need someone financially, you are stuck with them, even if you don't. Even if you are not happy with them, even though they may disrespect you, abuse you, guess what? You're stuck because I rely on him to pay the bills. I rely on him to get my daily necessities. I rely on him to just live. That's not good. That's not healthy. That that forms, that's not love. That's an unhealthy attachment. And it will bring resentment and and it would change the dynamics of the relationship and that's not healthy so anyway so it's good if you don't need a man financially please you shouldn't because there's plenty of opportunities to make money there's plenty of ways to better yourself financially and resources that we can you know obtain so he was like okay so i bring the money i got the money women you got the woman got the money so there's things that financially she she don't have to do for me because i got it good that's good so but a lot of things that he was focused on was very superficial and materialistic but he failed to understand honey he failed to understand what a woman truly brings to the table okay and a woman is naturally a help mate help mate okay and the definition of that is a helpful companion or partner especially one's husband or wife and mostly in the Bible, this is referred to, a helpmate is referred to a woman, a wife. So, most importantly, before you sit, so we we bring, we help, we assist, we support, we love, we encourage, you know, we, we do that because that we are women. But before, anyways, I get into what we bring to the table, because some people are confused and just don't understand, and we have to bring some clarity. Most importantly, I like to say before you sit at a table with someone else, please make sure that you have already prepared a place at the table for yourself. Okay? Okay. Make sure you are the woman God created you to be. Whole, healthy, healed, content, and satisfied within yourself. Okay? Let me repeat that again. Make sure that you are the woman God created you to be. Whole, healthy, healed, content, and satisfied with yourself. Because I realize there's too many of us who are unprepared guests, okay, and jump into a relationship expecting the man to complete us, and that turns into a whole disaster. Let's be real. How many of us have been in a situation, a relationship, where we were expecting the man to make us happy? We were expecting him to to um, be our knight in shining armor. We was expecting him to complete us and make our life great. And it turned out like, honey, all hell broke loose. And it's like, what the heck? I, 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 you left me feeling worse than I did before. Let's be real, it happens. So make sure you prepare a place, a table, a place prepare a place at the table for yourself meaning that make sure you are in a place where you are um flourishing and healing yes you know healing is a progress it's a process it's not like an overnight um thing it takes time but as long as you are self-aware as long as you are accountable for your actions as long as you are um 
self-aware of yourself and what's going on with you. And there's another word I was trying to think about, I don't remember. But the point is, as long as you are working yourself and you are striving to be the best version of yourself and you're healing from trauma, you're letting go of certain things in the past, you realize that, listen, you can't change your past, but you know that you are responsible for yourself and your future and you can create a beautiful future for yourself just by changing your mindset, by letting go of the past, by dealing with trauma, um, healing, forgiving yourself and letting go of others that you need to let go of, okay? So once you get to that point, you will not have unrealistic uh, expectations of someone to complete you. That's unrealistic, okay? Completely. Make me happy. No, it doesn't work like that, okay? So, we, so, because we know there are a lot of unhappy, unhealthy relationships who don't even want to sit at the table with each other. Let's be real. Come on, let's be real. There's plenty of people out here sitting at the table married for years together for years and don't even like each other so we don't want to be like that okay let them have their problems and their issues but for me and my um <laughs> me and my um podcast listeners uh-uh honey we ain't trying to live like that we ain't trying to live like that we've been there done that and we ain't going back okay so anyways a woman who is healed which is a work in progress. Like I said, takes accountability for her actions. And each day, her goal is to be the best version of herself. And she, and when she brings herself to the table, and her presence alone will bring joy to her partner's life. Okay, that's, that's what it's about. When you deal, when you go through the journey of self-love, self-acceptance, and you go through the journey of healing, letting go, forgiving, it's not, we know that forgiveness does not mean uh, what you did is okay, mm-mm, mm-mm. but the point is, I choose not to be angry and bitter, I choose not to hate, because I know that affects me more than it may affect that person, I've come to terms with my past, I don't like it, but I know that I can create a better future, so we, we, we understand that, we understand that, so before we do all of that, so, as we go through our process and our goal is to be the best version of ourselves, there are seven qualities that we bring to the table. Now, there's many different qualities, many things that we will bring to the table that we are, because we are all different and we're all in different individuals and we have different strengths and we have different weaknesses. But women, these things come naturally. One, she will bring her compassion and empathy because sometimes men lack that. Okay. Two, she will bring her intuition. We are spiritual beings. We are in tune to the spiritual world. We are receptive. We are open, more open to what's going on. You know, you know, like I said, my gut feeling. I have this feeling within me. Okay. Um, some men miss that mark. I'm just saying. Three. She will bring her, bring nurturing and her maternal attitude. We are natural born nurturers. Four, she will bring love and emotional support. We are great supporters. Five, she will bring a lot of beauty into her relationship. Just the very essence and presence of her is beautiful. Uh, the aura of a woman is beautiful. Six, she will bring her creativity. Come on now, we can make turn a house into a home. We will take the the sperm, the seed of the man, and plant it into our eggs. 
it creates a beautiful baby. You know, we're, we're creative beings. It comes naturally. Seven, she will bring humility and endurance. We as women, we go through a lot. Sometimes we go through many secret battles that no one knows that we are going through. There's plenty of times we may cry at night by ourselves, expecting, praying, looking for relief. But guess what? Each morning we will get up. Even if you don't feel like it, put on our clothes, put a smile on our face, especially, and endure and, and, and have the best day that we can, especially single mothers. Salute the single mothers. I understand. I'm there with you. I, I sympathize and empathize with you. It's not easy, but guess what? We do it every day. Um, uh, speak strength and love and wisdom into your life. May God carry you and keep you. So anyways, so these are the seven qualities that we bring to the table, okay? And at the end of the day, let's be real, both a man and a woman brings something unique to the table, okay? We all bring our unique qualities and personalities. Each quality that they bring into their relationship is equally important, okay? And these qualities should never, ever be dismissed or made less important, okay? What you bring to the table is important. Don't allow anyone, man, woman, boy, girl, to be late belittle you and make you feel less than don't allow that the unique qualities that they bring to the table helps build one beautiful healthy relationship let me repeat that again the unique qualities that they bring to the table helps build one beautiful healthy relationship healthy relationship okay healthy that's what we're striving for, not dysfunction, not toxic, not gaslighting, not disrespect, not cheating, not, you know, belittling me, no, none of that. Healthy, okay, healthy relationship. That's what we are striving for because we, we are cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. So in return, we want to have a healthy relationship with our significant other. So, ladies, okay, my wonderful listeners beautiful women my supporters so the next time a man asks you what you bring to the table just tell him you bring yourself to the table and that is enough period and ain't no if ands or buts about it because my presence alone balances balances out your life my presence alone brings beauty my presence alone brings healing and creativity honey without me you will live a sad born and colder life period so guys booze i love you take care of you and continue to strive being the best version of yourself bye guys Thank you for listening to my podcast, Girl is Complicated. Join me next week for another episode. If you want to get in contact with me, your girl, your encourager, and your friend. But please don't forget, I am also a self-love coach, mentor, and Christian counselor. So if you need my support, contact me at my email, askkeisha at gmail.com. You can visit my website and also a self-love blog www.yourgirlkeisha.com You can follow me on Facebook Your Girl Keisha or Instagram Your Girl underscore Keisha Now go and love yourself unapologetically Bye boo